You're listening to a Southern Star Media Production. I'm Dylan Mangan of the Southern Star, and this is the In the News podcast. Good weather and great beaches. This summer has seen West Cork beaches as busy as ever, with locals and tourists alike heading to the shore to paddle, swim, surf, and more. While it can look like the calmest place on the planet at times, the sea is a dangerous place and requires constant attention. So my name is Audrey O'Leary. I've been working as a Cork County Council Beach Lifeguard uh, for five years now. This is my fifth year, and I'm one of the senior beach lifeguards here at Interdani Beach, West Cork. So we have to be at work for 10.15 every morning. Duty commences at 10.30, so that 15 minutes gives us time to set up. So that's bringing the equipment out of the hut, checking the equipment for any defects, because obviously we can't use equipment if it's broken. Here in Inchidani as well, we operate the Facebook page. That's my role uh, on the team. So all the other beaches send me the weather conditions, sea conditions, what flag they've raised um, and what uh, activities are suitable on the beach for that day. And I input it into software on a laptop and then I post it onto Facebook every morning. This is really good for the public because it gives them an idea of kind of what beaches are suitable for children, what beaches are good for surfing, families, that kind of thing. Then the beach lifeguards bring the boards and the flags down to the beach, uh, ready for half ten to start working. Beach lifeguards are there to help. But what can we do when we get to the beach? My name is Roisin O'Donovan and I've been a lifeguard on Barley Cove Beach for seven years. Um, and I've been involved with teaching water safety for about eight. The first thing I suppose is to arrive at a beach that is lifeguarded. So there's 13 beaches across Cork County. So it's from y'all down here to us in Mizzenhead. Um, and also arrive within the times of duty. So we work every day between 10.30 and 7. Um, then I suppose when you arrive at the beach, look out for information signs. So these could be uh, blue flag information signs, but also warning signs for things like rip currents or cliffs and that. When you do go into go swimming, it's very important to swim between the red over yellow flags. So every morning when we arrive at work, we look at the sea, we look at the conditions and we decide where to put what we call our patrol zone, which is marked by the red over yellow flags. So swimming between these as well, we're also there like from 10.30 till 7 patrolling that area. So that's why it's the safest place to swim. The sea is a powerful force and it's important to be aware of the different ways it can pose danger. So the main one would be a rip current. So rip currents are kind of like rivers that kind of go out to sea. So on wavy days or even when there's no waves, the water might be moving in towards the beach and this water, like it needs somewhere to go. So it uses like the path of what, like least resistance or like the easiest way for the water to get out to sea. And that's in rip currents. So these are generally along like the side of rocks or along the sides of sandbanks. So you might spot them because they they kind of churn up the sand when they're flowing, when the water's going back out. Um, and also they can look like the calmest parts of the, I suppose, that when you come down to the beach where there's no waves breaking. And I think that's why often people think it's their safest because it looks nice and calm, but actually it's quite the opposite. You're safer in the breaking waves because they'll push you towards the shore. And if somebody is caught in a rip current, is there anything they can do to, to kind of help themselves? I suppose most importantly is don't panic. Um, don't try to swim against a rip current. Even the strongest of swimmers, like even lifeguards, we can't really swim against rip currents. So the most important thing is to stay calm. If you can, swim parallel to shore, as most of the rip currents would like uh, be heading out to sea. And if you can't, like if you, can, if you find yourself very stuck, if you are on a lifeguarded beach, you can put up your hand and shout for help. But it's very important that it's a closed fist. So that's the international distress signal. So it's like, um, above your head, a closed fist waving. 
and that's important because sometimes you know people might be just kind of waving back to their families on the sea or you know when they're in the sea waving back to their families on the beach so if we see that signal we know straight away that person needs attention um, and they're having difficulty. Aside from the water some marine life can also cause problems at the beach. Um, on this beach and places like Intradani, Garrettstown and the Warren there'd be a lot of um, weaver fish so these are quite small fish and they kind of bury themselves down into the sand and they really like the kind of shallow calm water and they're really well camouflaged and on their dorsal fin they have a spine so what tends to happen is people are walking in, a, out, in and out of the water or they're kind of paddling and they stand on them and unfortunately they do give quite a nasty sting but they are easily treated so if you do think you've been stung you come up to the lifeguard station and we'll um, soak your foot in hot water and this is the only treatment really and people say they're normally better within like 15-20 minutes so it can be quite painful at first, but there's no need to panic. And if you are on a beach where, you know, where there's no lifeguards around, just a flask, you know, ask someone. It's hot water is the only thing for it, really. Jellyfish have been spotted at beaches across Ireland this year, with the infamous Portuguese Man of War reportedly seen at both Crosshaven and Garrettstown in March. Lifeguards say they get more questions about them than almost anything else. To be fair, we don't get many dangerous jellyfish around the coast in the summer, really. We're very vigilant for it as well. We'd be carrying out patrols in the morning, looking for them around the, you know, around the shoreline and in the water. Um, thankfully, we haven't had any yet um, down like our side of uh, West Cork. But um, also, like I suppose, there is some of the jellyfish that do sting that aren't like very threatening or whatever would be compass jellyfish and blue jellyfish. Um, we do get a few of those. And if you are stung, it's it's actually the best thing to do is to stay in the sea, because if you do come to us for treatment, all we do is um, wash the area with salt water. And if it's very bad, we might put an ice pack on it. So staying in the sea where it's cold and the salt water is um, kind of cleaning it for you is kind of the best thing to do, really. But I suppose the best thing is don't rub it because that can kind of aggravate the sting. I thought I was being clever by asking whether or not peeing on a jellyfish sting helps relieve the pain. <laughs> um, um, no, no, it's, I suppose that the best thing for it really is to stay, stay in the sea. I think that's a bit of a myth, to be honest. I'm Conal Boyle. I'm from Cormac Sherry in West Cork. Um, I've been lifeguarding for four years and I've also been a water safety instructor for five years now. Conal says that lifeguarding is something you generally get into from a young age. Um, the reasons why I became a lifeguard started when I was very young, when I progressed through the water safety levels and the surf life saving levels. I started off when I was eight years old, uh, surf life saving. And then during the summer weeks program that water safety does, I went through the levels of safety, survivals and rescues. And then when I became 16, I applied to the, the beach guard um, course. And then after that, the year after that, I applied to the beach guard service. So from since then, and doing water safety, surf life saving, I've always been involved and, um, and interested and want to be a lifeguard. And I live right beside the sea. I do sailing as well. And I do swimming all the time, indoors and outdoors. So that's what got my interest going. There's a lot more to being a lifeguard than being a good swimmer. And while it's a serious business, it's enjoyable to learn. So with surf life saving, I started down in Inchidani Beach and we do competitions. And the stuff that we learn is about, you know, using a rescue board and battling through the surf, like big learning with big surf, how to well, wave batch, and also how to navigate yourself um, if you're stuck in a rip current and, on a, on, and also when you're on a rescue board. We also uh, did fin swimming. So we put on uh, these big fins and we do uh, sea fin swimming. 
We also do uh, sand racing, so sprinting on the beach on the sand. We do this flag racing, is where we lie down, uh, backs turned away from this uh, target, about seven of us in a line against each other. And then as soon as the whistle goes, we get up, we turn and we go get the flag. So it's, that's kind of fun. It's good to watch. Um, we also, uh, without a rescue board, just normal swimming, without fins, just training ourselves, endurance training in the big waves and surf. And um, the instructors will also see if we're capable to getting out of, um, you know, rip currents and different sizes of waves. Water Safety Ireland run courses throughout the year for those who are interested in becoming a lifeguard. From the ages of four to 19 years old um, is the target, but anyone can do the, do the courses from any age. But that's the target range. And from four years old, we uh, go down to the beach and we teach children swimming lessons, but, but in the sea. So you, they have their wetsuits on and we, we use like these floats. And we teach them normal breaststroke, side stroke, inverted breaststroke, front crawl, butterfly and backstroke. And, you know, we also teach them the safety elements of the beach to do with lifeguarding and water safety. And then when they get a bit older, around 12 years old, they then move up to the safety levels. And that's when they learn CPR, um, putting people into a recovery position, using AED um, at a very young age as well. So like a 12 year old can definitely use an AED 100% and the prompts are there to tell you as well, vo um, the voice out of the AED. Um, also during um, when they're at that age and they're up to 19 years old, they're taught um, how to do rescues with non-contact and contact. So we use floats, we use rescue tubes. And then if it becomes more serious, we also teach um, young adults um, when they get to rescue three, um, how to do spinal management. Back at Inchidani, the Inshore Lifeboat Association offers support to the lifeguards. And there are many other lifeboat teams across the county and country who do the same, most of which are run by volunteers. It's a charitable organization you now where the actual kind of funding comes from kind of donations and subscriptions from people and it has been operating for 50 years under that premise. Thomas Neville has been part of the lifeboat team for 19 consecutive summers. It's a, the community of Clannacilty and Inchidani that keep this boat on the water. Aside from the popularity of the beach, part of the reason there is a lifeboat at Inchidani comes from the presence of two dangerous channels which, to the uninformed, can look like the safest place to swim. They see a nice piece of calm water and they go in for their swim, they think it's warm, they think it's safe, it's actually the complete opposite. It's very dangerous, um, really strong currents in them and you'd be swept out to sea in no time. Um, we've noticed that in the last few days, you know, there's been a lot of people heading down to the West Channel here. So we've been going down and telling them to move up between the flags. The lifeboat at Inchidani operates seven days a week during the summer and for Thomas and the rest of the team, the morning routine is designed to help prevent any dangerous situations from occurring. Well, you come down in the morning, you uh, kind of uh, get the boat out, get the engine running, do a patrol around the area, cover the channels, go out and about, and just uh, make sure that the boat is running and uh, with people getting on the water early on, kind of staying on the water while there's numbers on the water, and um, communicating with the lifeguards and uh, just keeping the area safe and keeping the people within the patrol zone and away from the, the danger areas that are um, prevalent in, the, in Shidani. 
While they don't spend the entire day on the water, the lifeboat team are always in contact with the lifeguards to ensure safety for everyone. It's a numbers kind of a thing. If there's a lot of people in the water and they tend to be going outside the um, swim zones and into the dangerous areas, we'd be patrolling and corralling them into the actual patrol zones. Um, we'd just kind of uh, stay out there and be a presence, but we wouldn't stay out there all the time. We'd be kind of in and out. But uh, with the boat close proximity to the water, you can launch in no time. And uh, with correspondence with the lifeguards keeping an eye on the, the actual waters, uh, we can be out to whoever is at risk in no time. An average of 115 drownings occur in Ireland every year, while lifeguards in 2021 rescued an estimated 473 people from difficulty. Um, so that's what we'd ask members of the public to do, is just swim at a lifeguarded beach and swim always between the red and yellow flags. Um, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, we're here for your safety. Um, so it's good that, you know, the public do listen to us and the public are really good. Like they always cooperate with us. So we'd like to thank the public for also doing that. Lifeguards and lifeboats have been called into action on multiple occasions across West Cork this summer, entering the sea to save the lives of those at risk. With West Cork beaches packed to the brim with the good weather and the return of tourists this summer, it's clear that the people keeping us safe are as important as ever before. Thanks for listening to the Southern Stars in the News podcast. Please be sure to like, share and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For more stories like this one, be sure to pick up a copy of the Southern Star this Thursday or subscribe online via southernstar.ie forward slash e-paper. Thanks for listening to another Southern Star Media podcast production. Stay connected to West Cork by subscribing to our e-paper and support local, quality and trusted journalism. Visit www.subscribe.southernstar.ie